0: From the Oscar-winning screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave comes television's next great groundbreaking drama. I'm trying to find out who killed our son. One crime will affect so many lives. You need to be the voice for people who do not have a voice. American Crime, series premiere Thursday at 10, 9 central on ABC. And experience the weekly American Crime podcast hosted by Elvis Mitchell with an inside look at each episode. Subscribe now at podcast1.com slash American Crime.
1: A little too soon. Sorry.
2: Here it comes. <laughs> I
1: have to wait for it because i just like to listen to the music. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. We are back, Black Sales, episode XIV. season two, episode six. We are here once again to talk about your favorite show and mine, Black Sales. Guys, thank you for tuning in. I am your host Ryan Hooks. You can find me at the Twitter at RyanHooks92 right there. Maybe I need to go this way, don't I? Look backwards in the camera. (laughs) To my left, a couple of lovely ladies. Lauren Salon.
3: Hello, everybody. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon. Yes, I did the double wave as per usual. I'll do it too.
0: Hi, Jamie Elias. Eddie.
2: I'm Jamie Elias. You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Jamie S. Elias.
1: And in Germany, too?
2: And we are in Germany, yes. Aye, oh Germany. Yes, Germany. <laughs> we're talking about accents. It makes me want to do them. Aye, do the whole show. Oh, in the no, we should talk about an accent on the whole show. No,
1: that'd be terrible. Oh, Nobody no. wants to hear us talking about accents for the entire show. <laughs> we're actually talking about Richard Guthrie's uh, actor prior to the show and about he doing a lot of accents. So when he comes in in a few weeks, I'm going to make him do lots of accents. Mm-hmm. So, Sean, if you are watching, I know you are. Be prepared with all of your accents, because I'm going to ask you about them. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about box sales. So, what did you think about this particular episode this week?
3: I thought it was definitely good. And I will say, which we discussed a little bit before, a lot of the things we predicted from last week, we were spot
1: on Duh. with a lot
3: of those things. Which, yeah, <laughs> as we should be, right?
1: Have you not been listening to the things I've been saying all every time
2: I talk? You're a genius. Clearly. No,
3: but I think there was a lot of kind of strategic moves happened
2: this episode and it's setting us up for a lot of intensity i think in the next few episodes definitely i feel like there weren't as many loosens at the end of this episode i feel like we have a direction of what like we know where the characters are going with the plot that each of them have so i feel like this was definitely good episode
1: i have a question about that in this episode but first before we go any farther i want to talk to you real quick about a couple things here at f's tv first off don't forget to subscribe to our itunes our youtube our soundcloud give us the ratings on the twitter and the all that stuff tell us what's up we love the new black Souls brethren, friends of ours and all those people out there i also want to tell you about one thing that's really cool that's going to go down here in television history and that's the new abc tv show american crime it's going to be on Thursday, thursdays march 5th at 9 on abc i'm sorry 10 9 central rather uh it is a story that's created by john ridley who's the oscar-winning screenwriter of 12 years a slave it has felicity huffman and timothy hutton in it and it centers around race class gender politics uh it looks actually really good i'm excited to watch it
3: yeah it looks really intense i love crime thriller things so yeah. who doesn't
1: love a good really crime does. drama so don't forget to like i said check out american crime on abc starting thursday march 5th at 10 9 central that's pretty much right after Af- uh, black sales end so we have like you can segue right into it <laughs> Yeah, perfect, perfect. done go. all right so has this show in some aspects become too political And I mean in that aspect of, do we see too much stuff where people are like, let's just sit around and talk about what's going to happen, and if we don't like it, kill someone, and then talk about what's going to happen, and then kill someone. Is there a level of politics that the show has crossed too much?
3: I don't think so, because I would think that that's pretty much how a lot of things went down back then. I mean, they're developing countries and nations and stuff, so a lot of that is happening at such a raw level and so they're having these discussions with these big kind of decision makers for their own communities and states that I think that's given us a glimpse of probably what it would have actually been like and it doesn't feel heavily political to me I mean we still get enough like love scenes and killing action
2: to balance it out yeah i feel like the last maybe the last couple episodes feel pretty political but before that i feel like we got a lot of background and a lot of fighting and a lot of sex mm-hmm. and a lot of everything else that a tv show we haven't got
1: a lot of sex i'm a little disappointed
2: right you know what in the world i'm gonna have to agree with you gosh then lacking of sex can i just
1: get a sexy
2: <laughs> can i please yeah, get a really anything I think there was this
1: week there was the one with <laughs> uh, Vane and uh eleanor However, Not they, about that. they didn't show it. Right, really.
2: right. It's just a little makeout what? sesh. I feel like I could imagine it, and I'm okay.
1: <laughs> we've, oh, we we've can seen Im- it we now. can imagine Zach <laughs> McGowan without a shirt. On, that's
0: for oh my sure. Goodness. Oh boy! All
1: right, let's talk about all these these fine folk this week. So our episode starts off exactly where I was really hoping that it would pick up, which I was really excited because it starts off with like a couple of scenes of stuff shaking, and then it's Vane and Flint fighting.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and they're
1: they're they're raging in the fight on. So I have a question: in a fight, this is a for real fight. Who do you like to to win? If they actually fought to the death. Who do you who do you like in this fight?
3: Vane. Yeah. Times. I think Vane's just more <laughs> cutthroat, no pun intended or pun intended. But I think Vane's just way more scrappy than Flint. But I would think
1: but that But Flint had the upper hand a few times. Right. I and I would
3: surprised. think that Flint might be a more experienced fighter just with, you know, his age and stuff and and his experience as a pirate, but I don't know. Vane's a
2: lot more ruthless. I think, I think who I would want to win and who I think would win are two totally different things. Like, I would want Vane to win, but I really think that. I Roy think
1: what, what it would depend on is how the fight went down. If it was a fight with swords, I actually think that Vane would be the winner of a fight with swords between the hmm. two of them. But if it's a fight how it was going with them fighting in fists and rolling around and that kind of stuff, I think that Flint would take Vane.
2: I don't know. He used to be the in the navy, right? The Royal Navy. Yeah. yeah. So it's Wouldn't like, he be a good sword? I feel like. I,
1: but Vane is an amazing sword, right. And we Vayne we see is, him practicing a lot. Kind
2: of and, a, a badass. He right. really is. He and he's been through. I mean, just with that scene of him coming out of the ground <gasps> and stabbing <laughs> somebody terrifying. With the wing. He's risen from the dead. <laughs> yeah, like he he's impressive. Well, anyway,
1: that's that's his thought of mine. I just, think a straight up path. fight. If it's swords, I think that Vane has maybe a little bit of the upper hand. I think if it's a on the ground, roll around fisticuff to kind of fight. I think that Flynn has the upper hand. Unfortunately, we don't get to find out uh-uh. who the winner of this fight would be because Eleanor steps in and stops it, shooting them at them. She doesn't shoot them. <laughs> but and it was, I, after she shot, I was like, Oh, she shot her gun. Now what's she going to do? She doesn't have any bullets left. But then I realized that she had a double gun, which has two loads in it, essentially, becomes later becomes a double barrel shotgun. However, she's fun
3: like, a, yeah, you're fun. Yeah. Fun historical facts.
1: If and she's like, if I had another round, I'd shoot you both. Yeah. So it just lets us know that she has one shot left. I don't. I'm, i hey, I like that.
2: Appreciated. I'm sorry. Much appreciated. Sometimes I gotta
1: throw in a few facts.
2: All right, all right. off topic. Let's go back to. Let's go back to what happened politically with Eleanor and her dad in vain. What do you think about what happened?
1: I. I'm on. I like Richard Guthrie's thoughts on this. I am. I really think that. You know, I, I see Vane's perspective. I get that he says, "I want something immediately and that's respectable," because in this time frame, you don't know if you're going to live tomorrow. Your head's going to be on a spike yeah, next I lo- week. I mean, I love ask Ned Lowe.
3: How to the point he was with that? He's like, "Okay, so what do I get?" And, broken broken of like, and your broken promises and shattered dreams are yeah, not your visions enough. for what this empire is going to be. Like, I want, I want something like cold hard cash.
1: I oh, want it now. and spoiler alert: in the history of Nassau. This doesn't succeed. So, <laughs> damn! I mean, you with
3: the history. Gosh,
1: <laughs> actually, I was watching the episode and I was like, "I wonder what happens with Nassau." So I like got on Google and I was like oh, looking see, up Nassau go. Bahamas and like finding out all the history about how the island was formed and how it progresses so into becoming. T-
3: and it wasn't between a treaty between London and the pirates.
1: And I'm sorry, damn. James McGraw <laughs> did yeah, not.
2: I, I remembered that.
1: I, I missed that one, history class. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, but I and I like I like that he's like that. He's like, "What what do I get right now?" And I also, again, I like what Richard Guthrie had to say when he was there saying, you know, what do they think? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that Parliament is going to go for this idea of you, you know, returning Abigail Ash to them? That's what he wants. Uh And you know Lord Ash is going to be all about it. And then now suddenly you're stealing six million dollars in gold from them as well in Spanish yeah. who have a treaty with English who so just finished can, a war.
3: Which I think is interesting because we see Flint kind of thinking he's has this like big picture view of things and like we're in it for the long haul and the greater good you know he's getting very lofty in his plans and his dreams and kind of the place he wants to take everybody with this but then richard guthrie points out like hey hold on let's look at the big picture realistically and be like if you want to play in this political arena arena with these guys you can't be then stealing their allies gold essentially in the next you know
2: it also makes me think, too, like where his loyalties lie, right? So when he, him and his lover made this plan to make Nassau kind of how it's becoming or how he mm-hmm. says his vision for it is... After all that went down and happened, I feel like he has so much hatred towards, like, everything that had happened that now maybe his, his goal might be the gold. And maybe he's using this as, like, some kind of pawn to somehow get to the gold. Because you hear him, you heard him tell Silver, like, hey, the gold is still my first priority. Mm-hmm. But you hear him tell Eleanor, hey, making Nassau this, this unified thing is now my first priority. So it's just... Yeah, Funny well, you I- say
1: that. The questions that I have written right here on the side of my paper for this very scene... <gasps> Go ahead. to oh, no, say Oh, I <laughs> was going to say, I one of the things around it is: is Flint selfish? Is are his promises and goals and all that are always self motivated and affect no one else but him?
2: I kind of yeah. think that's the character he's turned into. I feel like that's what we learned from last episode. At least that's what I think that I learned from last episode is that maybe he's more self motivated than he he lets off, and maybe Eleanor is going to get let down by him because she's putting all her eggs in his basket, and he might not be doing it for the right reasons. And
1: do we trust him?
2: I don't.
3: No, I think he is always no out
2: for himself.
3: And Horn Gold even says that. Like, oh, well, I should have known you were going to, as soon as somebody with a better offer came by,
2: you'd throw me under yeah. the bus, essentially. And then he and was like, oh, it's for, it's, for my, it's for my crew. Yeah. Is it Any for good captain team? would do it. No, it's not for your crew. It's
1: for yourself. It's
3: for yourself. Everything
1: with him is self-motivated.
3: But I wonder, almost to a certain extent, how much of that is he he's aware of that you know or if he thinks he's really going for the greater good and and has this kind of grand vision ahead of him i think
1: he's delusional you know i think there's so much of it that he misses about himself and what's going on that he's and he's so blinded by his own ambitions and motivations you know with everything that's happened in his life that he doesn't see it
0: yeah
2: he's convincing himself that it is how much of it does miranda see Everything. I think think Miranda really sees more than she lets off to. I think that she's an extremely smart character who knows. She's the smartest
1: character in the show. I Mm -hmm. think
2: that she's one of them. I think her and Rackham. I'm between her and Rackham. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm sorry. Miranda (laughs) knows more about everything that's going on in terms of the entire island. I think Rackham is the most quick-witted and clever that could like figure something out.
3: No. I think. You're right. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say with Miranda. I mean, she even tells him, you know, if we're going to be partners, we need to actually be partners. And I've been kind of laying low this whole time and I'm done with that so i'm really excited for miranda kind of coming out a bit stronger because if they haven't already expanded her
1: character an amazing amount we're getting more of her
2: yeah Yeah. perfect. i'm excited for it you're right i think she's brilliant i think she's going to play a huge role coming up
1: i agree well done look at
2: that (laughs) great drop,
1: guys well done so and then in terms of all that so this development happens in the island and so they're figuring out that they want to try to get abigail ash back Eleanor later lies to Flint, saying that Vane agreed and will send her to them if Flint is on board. Yes or no? Obviously, he is, because that's the, the goal, essentially, he lies about. But then we get this whole interaction with him telling the men about what happened and also him with Flint. I'm sorry, Flint. Him with silver, silver and Flint, Flint and silver. In ha, 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 ha. my leprechaun green. <laughs> <laughs> that was another accent for you.
2: Yes, I'm there we the go. go. Accent.
1: done. All right. I did actually did a, a podcast about Outlander. I did it in a Scottish accent for like ten minutes.
2: Wow. <laughs> oh my god. It well, okay, was terrible. We have to have you do that here. We'll
1: see what happens. Okay. Back to the task at hand. Silver and Flint. <laughs> I, I I like the interactions this week between Silver and Flint. I, I like Silver every time I see him because I feel like he's always planning ahead and he's always he doesn't trust anybody which Mm -hmm. i like Mm -mm. and he he even he's out like i don't don't trust him you believe in him i don't i want gold and he he, you know he comes to him and asking about the vote (laughs) that's supposed to happen now that Horning gold has challenged the men in front you know all that with what happened and him lying about it and i like that he asked him he's like i'm having trouble with my vote
2: Mm -hmm. convince me i think
1: puts him on the spot
2: I think that Silver and before this episode, Rackham were the two characters that were completely and utterly aware that they're self-motivated and they want what they want and they know how to get it because they're both clever and they're kind of go-getters that way. Rackham changed my mind this episode, but Silver still hasn't. I feel like he, no matter what his motives are, he doesn't have loyalties anywhere. Even Mm -hmm. though you think like he has loyalties with Flint. If Flint didn't do something he wanted, he'd flip his loyalties in 10 seconds. But I think that Silver doesn't really believe Flint anymore. He's having issues with that
3: and i think silver kind of plays it smarter he generally while he is very much looking out for his own back um does it in a in a better way than flint probably burns less
1: bridges because he, yeah, he, he knows so, that he, but next. he doesn't put himself in the forefront
3: yeah and he always knows that you never you know with his changing allegiances all the time you never know if that person that i'm going to turn away from right now if i'm going to have to turn back to them and so he's very smart about that and you know, does it with a a little air of charm, so right. it he works for him. Finesse
2: and he doesn't burn mm-hmm. bridges. Yeah, an totally air
1: right. of charm.
2: Hey, man, made it up on the spot. <laughs> and <laughs> lucky so, charm over
1: there. Back to believing Flint.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Hi, we up as we go along. That's what we do here. After shows, <laughs> do oh, you boy. do you believe him when he said that the gold is then becoming the priority? Like again, back to do we believe him and what he's saying? Because you know this whole this whole interaction is it? You know, it's a cover up? What's what's going on? Yeah,
3: I think he's biting off more than he can chew and richard called him on it like you can't do these the gold and making and approaching um lord ash about making nasa this amazing place you know and getting their approval those things are mutually exclusive and he's like i can do both i got it i think he's
1: they're pulling against each other is what he was saying yeah was i think
3: he's taken on more than he can handle and it's gonna kind of blow up in his face is what i think
2: or one of them's a cover-up for the other one right or maybe I don't know, or something like to distract. Because he is he's smart, even though he is a little delusional. Mm-hmm. He kind of I think that he has an idea of what he wants to happen and so far his character has done very well at making Plenty. it at making it happen. I feel like he's never let me down. Like as with a his, yeah, with his plans mm-hmm. he says mm-hmm. I'm gonna
1: do something and he does, it figures matter. out a way to do it even if it doesn't the way you think he should do it. Exactly. He gets it done. Right. So if his goal right now is to get the gold and get epical ash, he's gonna get it done can gonna I happen.
2: I think that's true.
3: Yeah, because who knows? He could turn on Lord Ash in some and way. And
1: we, we clearly know that Eleanor is buying his, his bull so mm-hmm. she's definitely blinded by his Eleanor. thoughts and beliefs and her own power struggle. And
2: Eleanor, can we talk about Eleanor for a second? Go ahead. Gosh, mm-hmm. you have the floor. So sad. Not sad. I take that back. But I feel so bad for Vane because Vane keeps continuously such tr- a sucker. He's such My a goodness, sucker. he continuously like. Gets back in and she, yeah, yeah she just has to kiss him and he's like, okay, whatever you yeah, want. Just, I'll do whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. And I feel so bad for him every time, but Eleanor, like, no matter what she's out for, and Eleanor is not a selfish, well, yeah, maybe she she's selfish, but for <laughs> yeah, different reasons, for right reasons. Like, I really truly believe she has pure, like, motives. I think that she wants Nassau to, to succeed. And, and she it. wants to
1: put herself in a place of power.
2: She does, mm-hmm. but think about back then being a woman in the world of pirates. And, like, I'm going to talk about this later with Max and um Bonnie, but, like, you're either a whore or you're what? A wife. Oh, you know, and yeah. what are you? So Eleanor has this cool, like, area of power. Empowerment and, yeah, that, yeah. women
1: didn't usually have. That they
2: didn't have. So, I mean, I would try to hold on to them, and, yeah. like, and even said, yeah, power. her, her dad power. says
1: the two women to my left that her dad had written her off because she was a woman and they didn't think, you know, mm-hmm. nothing was going to come of her. And yet here she is in this position that she got herself and worked hard yeah. to do. I mean, I feel I like she used certain dad her. stuff a little bit, but...
2: Yeah, no don't blame her, but I'm pissed about her hurting Vane over and over. I know. Poor, <laughs> I know. He poor should know vein. better. Poor Charles. <laughs> poor Charles. He's
1: so sad, so miserable, so lonely. <laughs> I know, stuck up in that fort with all those dirty men. Yeah, you know. How terrible for a woman to come take advantage of you after she apologizes.
2: <laughs>
0: Man,
3: that's hey, what I need in my life. The
2: taking advantage and the being a sucker are two totally yeah. different
3: things. She's not being that... I mean, she, he's making it pretty easy for her. I feel like.
1: I mean... But she's
3: also promising that he can trust her. But how
1: how (laughs) much of it maybe is he's letting her? Maybe he knows. Maybe he's just, you know what? She's going to do what she's going to do. I'll just pretend...
2: Mm. But has that, he ever proved that he's, like, a, a smart... I don't mean to, like, knock Charles Vane, because he's one of my favorite characters on the show, but that's never been, like, his... He's never been, like, a clever, smart... He's always been... He's just pretty. He's, like, strategic <laughs> and powerful and intimidating and strong. Like he well, the he has, I though, in of. a way,
1: proven himself this season because he's sort of stepped back. And by stepping back, he's allowing his persona and his aura and all that that's exuded by him to be in the forefront. And he's not even doing anything. He's just there, and he knows that just being there is enough. Mm-hmm. He's gonna it's gonna stay. Not
2: for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. <sighs> oh boy.
3: Oh Zach oh McGowan. My if you weren't
1: married with kids, I don't even know what I'd do. Oh shoot. Sorry.
3: <laughs> he was so like grumbly this episode. I feel like his his voice reached like a new low <sighs> lion like level that we haven't heard. I was like, I don't think
1: Does Zach McGowan his roar
3: boys could get any lower than that.
2: Yeah, you notice did. that too. What I was, was extra, really like, like when know, know. he was talking to her. What what I <laughs> <laughs> I really right, was... I know. Sorry, tangent. <laughs> no, it really was lower than I've ever. heard. What it. I get right now. I know. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed talk like by, this by that. For the next five minutes, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking in my Charles Vane voice.
2: <laughs> oh <God. laughs> I can't even do that.
1: Well, my voice is lower than yours because I'm a man.
2: Well, I, I hope so. <laughs>
1: and I get taken advantage of by women who apologize to me, <laughs> <laughs> and then I pass out. God. Done. All I'm right. asleep. Costume All
2: right. Stolen. I'm
1: asleep. Focus. Right. I'm going to bring it back to my favorite return yet again for like the fifth-tenth time that I talked about. Billy Bones.
2: Billy Bones. Billy yeah. Bones. Billy's Bones. back.
1: I'm always impressed with how tall Tom Hopper is. Right?
2: So tall. He's like towers. I too. I mean, I don't, I don't
1: think that Toby Stevens is that tall. I think he's shorter. I think he's like point nine. But Billy Bones is like yeah. a head over everything.
3: <laughs> four or something.
1: Towering. Oh gosh. Gosh. a mountain of a man. Tall man. So... This is really relevant, I think, more than anything, because so Billy comes back, and you know he's being interviewed by the men. He's telling them about what happened and how he's pulled out of the water and how he escaped, quote unquote, Uh my quoting that he escaped from these people from the Scarborough who had him. And you know we learn out more about that, but he tells everyone that he fell,
3: Hmm.
1: and that Flint tried to save him. Do you think that's true?
3: Do I think? Do we think it's true? Yes, I think it's strategic. No, I don't think it's true.
1: You know, I used to think that. I For the longest, I was like, no way. Flint threw him off the boat, whatever. I don't after, think
2: he threw him off the boat. After all that was
1: going going on in around mm-hmm. episode six and seven and all that with Gates and everything that happened in season one, I thought, oh my gosh, Flint 100% threw him off the boat. I, I kind of don't now.
3: I mean, there could have been like a struggle between the two of them and it was kind of an accident and he fell off. But I don't think it was like, whoop, slipped, fell in.
1: Well, here's my thought. Points. Come
3: on, you're a pirate. You don't fall off a boat. Daddy he got easily. hit by a cannon.
1: I mean, it wasn't like it was just a rainstorm. It was like, I got hit by a cannon. So well, here's why I think that, though. Because I know that he had that moment with Silver previously where he's like, you know, think about what you did. You're the same guy that lied about Singleton having that page. Mm-hmm. And think about what's best for the men and how they would react if this happens and how close we are to the gold and all that. But I feel like he could have said, yeah, he pushed me. And that wouldn't have changed anything. I, they they think they know. Yeah, so they don't, I don't trust him
3: anyway. They don't trust him
1: anyway. So I almost wonder if the lie, maybe it wasn't a lie. Maybe he did. Maybe he did fail. Maybe Flint did try to save him.
2: But in the middle of a vote, don't you think it's kind of like if he would have said, "Yeah, he pushed me," then that would have completely tipped the voting. Maybe. But I think that Billy's interest right now is either his plan, either Flint's plan works. Or I'm giving up Flint and I'm taking yeah. nine people with me because I have yeah. amnesty for nine people. So I think that that's maybe in the back of his mind. He was like, "Hey, off the off chance so
1: this, this man,
2: doesn't... this man's plan works, then I'm going to try to give him as much as I can because it's for the it's for the crew. It's not right. just for him and his interests. It's and, Actually, and, for the benefit." And Billy
1: Bones has been always a reasonable character and very much into the his men and helping them, and that's why he became quartermaster after Gates. And in that period of time, very trusting and very loyal. And, yeah, he has a great point. Why, if Flint can do this, why shouldn't we let him and help him? Because the whole idea of a Nassau that's on its own, has its own government, that they're free from persecution from England, especially now that he's been on an English ship and tortured by the English and know that they're just around the corner on Harbor Island. Why? Why not? it's great perfect do it
2: what did you think when they like both saw each other for the first time <gasps> awkward oh my yeah, gosh Dude, very they were totally awkward. sizing were, each other up there was
3: so much tension in that until they shook hands and yeah didn't really know how that was I gonna know. go exactly
2: I was just like mm.
1: so on a random side note as well talking about historical things like I like to do I'm not 100% <laughs> positive and I was trying to find this on the internet and I couldn't find it I feel like thinking back in my lifetime when I read Treasure Island like a decade ago Harbor Island is a place where they take the gold
2: Gosh, I just I bought know. Treasure Island,
1: which is so I, funny. I, I'm I not positive, but I'm it. thinking about in Treasure Island when they go to get the gold. You know, when Squirtroni mm-hmm. and, you know, all those people are, are with Jim and they go to find. I think Harbor Island is where they go.
2: You know what? I wish but I could. I, feel like, I don't have I feel the like answer.
1: What, The reason I think of that and what it does in terms of the storyline is now they go get the gold, and then Billy's with them, taking him for the turn in, but then they bury the treasure there, and that's where he suggests to go, and. Like, it could lead to a whole bunch of stuff that goes down with Flint, because that's why then Flint is not in Treasure Island. Mm. But that's why Billy Bones starts off Treasure Island with the treasure map and knowing where the treasure is. And, you know.
2: I think that makes complete sense. Yeah.
1: This is a random thing I barely just, I was like, maybe. I
2: know.
1: Throwing that out there, seeing what sticks.
2: Anybody that's listening, if you know for sure. If you you know for sure sure, if Harbor Island is where where they
1: bury the treasure. Where's the
2: treasure (laughs) buried? In Treasure Island.
1: (laughs) (laughs) From the Urca gold that they are going to get, then, you know, let us know.
2: Yeah, please. Hit
1: us up on Twitter. YouTube, iTunes, there's a million sources of internet (laughs) connectivity that you can use to get us.
3: I almost feel like, so we saw Dufresne being a bit doubtful during that sequence, you know, wanting to talk to Billy about stuff, and I wonder if he's going to kind of come under hot water or form some sort of partnership with... Billy or, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got my eye on I don't Dufresne, trust Dufresne, I guess. Me neither.
1: He's too wishy-washy for me. Like, one minute yeah. he's on board when he's against it. And like, I don't, I don't know where he stands. Like, I know where Silver, I know that Silver's shady. I know he's going to do the shady thing that's going to be best for him. I trust and believe in him to do that thing. I don't know with Dufresne, what he might do or not do.
2: I think Dufresne might follow Billy. I think whatever Billy yeah. does, Dufresne does. I feel like Dufresne's character is definitely following you know what I mean? He's a following character. He'll follow right. like a leader, whoever he thinks is... Yeah. like. He followed um, Quartermaster before Billy. Why can't I think of... Gates. Gates. He Gates. followed Gates. He'll follow Billy. But I keep like. in
1: mind, too, he also followed Groot when they were in that whole persecution of Silver thing, and with Randall and the whole... He saw him lying. So I feel like he might follow a lot of people. Yeah, and I mean, I don't,
2: totally, that's, exactly. Who, so yeah, is Morning Gold really going to convince him? Is somebody leader. else going to convince him? Yeah,
1: you're right. Like, I don't know if I trust...
2: Where, his is gonna where
1: go. he's going to end up, he may go with Billy for a little bit, but then he may go somewhere else. And he may or go use that else. information to yeah, mm-hmm. turn on Against Billy. Hold it, exactly. hold
3: it over his head. I don't know.
1: I don't trust him. I don't,
2: him. Is, I don't trust him. He is a follower, no, though. though. Definitely, he, that totally is his follower. character. Mm-hmm. He I had agree. that brief
3: <laughs> glimpse of being, you know, <laughs> and down in charge.
2: Yeah.
1: No, definitely not. All right. So I now want to talk about my mm, absolute favorite part of this episode.
3: Mr. Jack? Jack! No, no, no oh. Nope, not yet. Oh. Anne going crazy? Dude, oh my I,
1: gosh. I... This show has a great cinematography, and they are very well filmed. I mm-hmm. thought the scene with Anne Bonnie standing over Logan's body and Charlotte with the backlighting...
3: Oh, it was so cool. It was amazing. Oh, it was I love such that a- scene, too. I mean, the sound editing of it after she stabs him, yeah. and then it's, like, in that kind of, like... Muted sound, mm-hmm. and all she can hear is like her stabbing and stuff. And that Charlotte's kind of a murmur out. in yeah. the
2: back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was so cool. It was really cool, man. Hell hath no fury like, like, like woman a woman scorned.
1: scorned. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now that we've told you everything that's gonna happen, let's I now know, set sorry. it all up and oh, knock it down again. Because oh <laughs> we get, you know, obviously Max is at the house, and everyone's telling her that she should be afraid of, you know, Ambani running around mm-hmm. and the things that are happening and how she tried to join a crew and she ended up putting mm. a spike through a guy's mouth she and knocking his teeth out. Yeah. And yeah, so she's they're just, you know, leave, she, and I like how Max is reacting, you know, we, we shouldn't act like we should be afraid of her because, you know, think about what happened to her and how she's reacting. Yeah, like I love, I mean, right?
3: I love seeing how like empathetic she was to mm-hmm. that. Like, imagine if the one person you loved betrayed you and then left, you know, like, she's empathizing with her and she really cares about her
2: and I think you were saying earlier you know there's probably some real Yeah before love the show there on. might be some real affection yeah. and emotion
1: th- between the two of them.
2: I think that like you said she really empathizes with her and again I'm going to come back to like if you were a woman on a pirate mm-hmm. island you were either a servant or a whore. Or oh, keep in mind
1: they both have a, yeah. a thing where they were you know they were both raped Exactly, and they were both abused so, so they have a connection.
2: Exactly. Right. I think that's what Especially brings them together as a connection because that's what brought Anne to saving Max, and I think now Max is trying to save Anne. Um, I don't know. That's it. Bums me out a lot that Rackham and Anne's relationship is where it's at right now because mm-hmm. they're probably my favorite relationship in the entire show. Yeah, I love. Them oh, it'll too. definitely come
1: back around because, yeah. and I, we'll talk about it when we start talking about Jack. But I think a lot of the stuff he did this week, motivated by Anne.
3: Mm-hmm. Totally, and he even says at one point, "You I know, I want to gain their
1: trust and get you in."
3: Yeah, I've took the biggest risk that I've ever taken, essentially. You know, potentially losing the one person I love, so it's got to be worth it. It's got to oh, be. It's cute. It's oh. But so <laughs> so anyway, back to yeah, Anne goes nuts, kills both of them, which is a pretty. That those aren't just like that was amazing, know,
1: and I, I, I like the how they set it up because she goes in the room after Charlotte was in there with Logan, and. Puts the knife to his throat and says, "You know who I am. Tell me about the gold." Mm-hmm. And he said, "You know who I am. You know who my crew is. You know who my men are. You know what they're going to do to you. You know all this stuff. Do something." And yeah, he stands up. And I was like, laugh. "Oh, I was like, please don't." I was hoping more than anything—not that I like wanted Logan to die—or you know, I didn't want Anne Bonnie to be belittled yeah. in, in the way that that if she wouldn't have done it, they, it would have made me feel about her as a character. Mm-hmm. Like I would have felt differently. I think about her not killing him and liked her less than I did about her killing him even though it was like you well, killed somebody but at the same time like the fact that she stood up for herself in yeah. that
2: aspect I liked that. Killing him definitely. Killing Charlotte a little second. She was just maybe like, like ah get she it shut. Yeah. <laughs> she was just kind of like just, I would have been pumped if she stopped at Logan. I mean Charlotte's just like an innocent bystander and it just made you but that was that push that was like whoa she just had a break like that was a break yeah. she could not
3: because if anyone else had walked doing. into
2: that room, she probably would have taken them out too. Right and then
1: later Max so comes amazing. in and she's like in the corner like cowering and mm-hmm. like you know really thinking about what she has done and realizing what she has done. Mm-hmm. And that was another great shot. That was very like 40s love story movie because they had like the lights the going lights across were so their good. face. Yeah. And so, as you can't hear my mouth. They had the <laughs> lights going across Max's eyes, and then when Ann Bonny looks up, her hat just shows her one eye, mm-hmm. and like that's very much her. Where they have just the one eye look of her face, kind of half covered. Yeah. And then they had that really intimate moment where she's like, you know, I know what you did, I know why you did it, I understand, and I'm gonna stand up and protect you.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And I think so, a lot of the time we've seen Max be very manipulative, but I don't, I don't think that was one of those moments. I think yeah. it was really very heartfelt genuine, and genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, really
1: and I think what it, this is gonna lead to is Jack is going to have a defining moment also that's going to involve Jack and Max standing up for Anne. Because something mm. something that's going to become of this is not going to... They're oh, not going to believe the it's lie. It's not a
3: little thing. Yeah. Right,
1: they're not going to believe the lie that Logan and uh, Charlotte ran away together. Yeah. I, I don't believe that people are going to be all like, oh, okay, he was afraid to <laughs> totally. die. Yeah, yeah. yeah t- 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 that makes totally sense. Yeah, yeah. let's just run they off and went, be all friends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think that people will buy that. Oh, okay. I think if anyone can sell it it's Overcan and I'm interested to see him do it, but I don't think that they are going to buy it. And I think that Max and, and Jack are going to do something to stand up for Anne.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you think Silver's alliance with Max is like genuine? Or do you think that he thinks he can get something from her? Because he stood up for her on multiple accounts where he's gained nothing. But, I mean, in this case, yeah, if people start asking questions, he's going to say whatever he's going to say. Yeah. But I feel like he looks out for Max. And I think it's because they had that initial business partnership. And he right. was like, the first.
3: And I feel like he like sees kind of some of himself in her to a certain Mm -hmm. extent. You know, she's scrappy and looking out for herself and resourceful and does it in a way that's not like violent and burning bridges and just like, you know, storming through everywhere. She does it in a kind of charming, charming way like, like he does. So I feel like they're very similar in how they they operate, and so he yes, respects they have a, her. a nice parallel. You know, and, and, and even when he came in, and he's like, oh, I'm looking for the... madam. The madam, and she's like, oh, you found her. He's like, oh, oh did I? I? And, and it's yeah. funny,
1: because I was about to comment on that. I actually kind of forgot, because you, you, when you watch the show, and really you don't remember or think about, because it's a week apart, and, you know, it's progressing, that really it's only been a couple days. So, like, the fact that she went from being this whore who's being raped, and then, like, two weeks later, she's on the madam, and like, a week later, mm-hmm. they're back, and, you know, it's really only been, like a month yeah. in time frame of I, what's happened
3: that stood out to me today or this weekend and it because it just makes you think,
1: oh yeah i forgot like he's only really been gone like a week and a half or two
3: yeah because she's in the same dress as she was last week yeah yeah I so i was it's like oh dad oh, that's right it is exactly the same day <laughs> <laughs> they have it hasn't been a week for them too like it has been i've for been me. waiting <laughs> all
1: week for the show and i realize it's only been 12 hours
3: yeah
1: on nassau yeah it's because they're in Africa. I think that it spins different down there. <laughs>
3: they're, they're going back in time. It's the yeah, opposite,
1: the, so yeah they're know. on the bottom. It's the southern hemisphere. <laughs> Slower, where they're in the Indian Ocean. I don't. You know,
2: oh, Australia's on there. What do you guys think Anne is going to do with that information? Because historically, no, I'm not going to get into that because you're the historical. Go mindset. ahead. No, I, <laughs> I love when people throw no, history. He'll, he'll let you actually, know if you're right. I wrong. don't want to. Maybe I don't know my credibility as a no, it's um But well, do you think Anne is actually like? Do you think she's going to be? I don't know, because she seems so upset still with Rackham. Do you think it's going to take a lot for her to trust him again? And mm-hmm. I know that he did this in her best interest, but to her it probably doesn't feel like that. So do you think now knowing the gold is for sure out there and nobody's really going after it? I mean, it's not like she can scramble up a crew and just go, but what do you think she's going to do with that information? Give the jack. You think yeah. so? Yeah. I feel like I'm I really
3: hope happy. that he <laughs> comes back all, like, great captainy and... Is like, hey, come be my first mate. Ha <laughs> Get it? No, but like, has her be a uh, really? <laughs>
1: Don't forget to put the sword away. <laughs> but, oh I mean, boy. she said it. I just oh, had I know, to elaborate. I set him
3: up. I, I can't do that with Mr. Ryan Hooks here. <laughs> you know I, he's going to take the bait. Well,
1: there it goes. Let's go on. That one's out of here. <laughs>
3: my but gosh. I, I that's how I see it. You know, him coming back all like all you know the and... the night and giving her like some important role on the ship now that he's proved himself as a worthy captain. She
2: gives like a gruff, sure. Yeah, <laughs> she does all right, right. Men, hold
1: that thought because before we go, I want to finish. <laughs> <laughs> finish talking about Animax. Okay, sorry, sorry. No, and, and I actually want to talk about what we said about with Silver. I think that this week in his interaction, I think Silver did what he did only for himself. It Absolutely. didn't. It didn't matter mm-hmm. that he liked Max or didn't like Max. He saw that this situation was going to be a bigger deal than covering it up. Like if if they found out that Dylan went there, told someone, and they're both dead, that means somebody knows what the gold is. They're going to freak out. It's going to be a huge thing. If it just goes away, even if they don't lie, I mean, it just goes away-ish, it's better for everyone.
2: But I feel like if it came down to it and she made up a story, he'd back it. And, well, then- and
1: that's why he asked her. Tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Let's talk about this right now because we got to figure something out. So yeah. the, the story that they go with is now their story.
2: Yeah. I kind of like that. I, I think that you're right. He totally did it for himself. But I also think there's that underlying, like, he secretly kind of likes Max. He thinks the way, like, there's that Can parallel. him? really <laughs> but there's that parallel that's they're kind of the same person just a different maybe different Different of yeah they're life. different points yeah they're yeah. different, yeah. Points they're in different
1: things for the same goals
2: exactly mm-hmm. exactly agree. all
1: right now we can talk about jack rackham captain jack rackham My
3: part. Oh, little jack he, he's not so calico excited. jack yeah but he's
1: still captain jack i uh
3: I, I love the beginning when he's on the. he's like listen can you hear it no women <laughs>
1: On a, on a fun side note we were talking about the flag last week oh yeah first off I totally loved there. the flag but second off I, I sent you a picture uh, a friend of ours from yeah. here at After Buzz, Matt, he uh, is a pirate historian who lives in Florida uh, he oh, he said he he. Oh, we started emailing last year in the season. We started talking about history and pirates and that's how we got hooked up. He sent me an email with Jack Rackham's flag like beforehand. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is so cool. Yeah, like super cool. I was really excited about it. It was the one he sent me is a little different than the one they use in the show because the one in the show actually has the hat. Mm-hmm. And the one he sent me didn't have the hat. It's more of the traditional, you know, swords and skull, which maybe he will change it. But I like that even in the comment, he's like, what about my banner?
0: Yeah. He's <laughs> what, like, what's wrong with what's it? Yeah, like, like That's such a big banner?
1: thing. They're like the the banner strikes fear in the hearts of millions. Oh All right, gosh. so Jack's at sea, uh, and I, I like that. There's this whole little moment with him and Featherstone where he's like, "Listen, you know, if you have questions, just let me know. Like, I know that you are, you know, this is kind of new to you, and you're not really the best at a lot of stuff. So, yeah, we're in this together, and let's just let's just work together."
3: Yeah, he's like, "I'm on your side. I'll vouch for you, but really, like, we know you're not."
1: But then, like boom, Catherine. in your face, Captain Jack Rackham. Kills it, kills it, and literally, well, no, and because he does. And Right in that immediate scene after they're talking, you know, they say, "Hey, sails ahead!" and he like makes that maneuver to drop the sails and swings the boat at an arcing angle, so he cuts in and takes their wind and pulls oh, this like yeah. sweet maneuver. He's like
3: either you're an idiot or you're doing something. You just did smart. The, the
1: most brilliant thing that I couldn't even have thought about yeah, doing. will just assume. And he, it's just the looks, he just looks. He just looks at him like eh.
3: He's like, I don't know which one,
1: hmm. but thank let me, you. Let me just pretend like I know what's going on. <laughs> I think he knows. I think I think he's a very, very intelligent person. I think he knows a lot about the sea, and especially being under Vane, he was very political, but I think he learned stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. Totally. I
1: mean, how do you be in that position and not hear what's going on and see what's going on and think about ways to do stuff?
2: I feel like he'd be like a sponge. He has, like, the best characteristics of, I mean, maybe not the best, but a lot of great characteristics from a lot of different characters. Like, mm-hmm. I think he has... Like lo- I think he has loyalty, like Billy. I think he has like wit, like Silver, and I think he's true to his cause as well. Like Flint. Yeah, Flint's true to like, his cause. Like Flint, exactly. I think that he has the best of yeah the characters. I don't know. I really like Rackham. He's, he's becoming just, one he's of my favorites. He's not really. He's not slimy. He's I mean, you love him. He's he's well, like
3: told doing you that, the right thing. And I've said this before.
1: When they, Echos, the Rin, all all three of them said that he was their favorite character this season. Yeah. So nice. I mean, if if the people who are on the show are telling us that. They like him the best. There's a reason that they like him the best. So we must clearly like him. I yeah. like
3: weird. Him. So weird. I love how they name that the name of Linus's ship is the Goliath. Goliath and and Rackham like I mean when you have a ship that's named the Goliath and it's coming up you know the writers are doing some obvious foreshadowing there like the little Rackham is going to take on big Goliath. What I wonder what's going to happen. What but I love that they slip that in there you and, know and, and actually calls it, too. it yeah he's it's like the
1: biggest failure in war <laughs> warfare, history yeah. really yeah. the men think it sounds good yeah like that all right what i wrote the captain's name captain hardcore hardcore <laughs> i
2: you just said hardcore i'm like captain
1: hardcore captain hardcore, hardcore. <laughs> this <laughs>
2: new was hardcore. hardcore on the goliath all right sorry go
1: ahead is this like a poor movie now or what hardcore yeah it's hardcore on the goliath
2: I just was like, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> What's just, happening?
1: You lost it.
0: <laughs> it's gone. We're done. I, the show's is
1: over. We're going home. <laughs> where <laughs> where are are we? No, I'm kidding. Uh, so Captain Hardcore is <laughs> Hardcore. Harc- hey, it's pronounced it. Hardcore. Hardcore. Hardcore.
2: Captain Hardcore, keep going. <laughs> Wait.
1: Drops mic out. He, I but I like this whole little interaction where he shows up and he's like, you know what? We have more men than you. So here's the three things that are going to happen. Number one is our crews can fight. Which clearly you're outmatched. Number two mm-hmm. is we can fight. And then, like, that was brought up once, but it wasn't brought up again later. And then three, we can just split the merchandise. Seems like a good thing to do. It's your first score. Why not? First day on the job. You know, yeah. new Aww. banner. You seem a little sketchy. I'm not sure how to do all this. And literally screws him.
3: Yeah. He's like, you got the tobacco and all the sugar. guns or sugar or whatever. And he's like, and you gave me the pots and pans. Blankets. Blankets.
1: <laughs> it's equal tonnage. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, 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 the one thing I like too that they threw in was kind of a joke. He's like, you've got like nine tenths of the value. It's like really more like four fifths. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause pirates are doing fractions now. Yeah. <laughs> four fifths of the merchandise is not greater than nine tenths of the merchandise.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Oh, Alright, so Jack time. does his thing, thing though,
1: talks to Featherstone, and realizes they're getting screwed, but Featherstone thinks he should take it. It's his first score they'll look at at least leave with something nobody yeah. got hurt he's like
3: no one expects you to fight this guy they expect you to just take the compromise no, however crappy it is but just it's fine Perfect. buddy just do okay. it it's, it's okay, okay.
2: you be mad at you him. I know and you can see his wheels turning too as soon as that was said he was like man I've got some options it, here th- yeah he's like they think I'm a, a sissy I know he would rather but like what I loved about this and like was such a defining because this is not this is pre got lucky pre, pre, he got lucky but yeah. pre-rackham this episode i was like okay he's probably going to split it go back and try to find a plan to make himself captain again because he's not going to be captain after this but he chooses probable death over not being captain i love how
3: he like attacks him it's so yes. silly he's like ah! he, <laughs> you know just like threw
1: goes his cup on him first yeah. and i was watching the episode and i was like oh he's totally gonna throw that wine right in his face i actually thought it was hot coffee i was like oh he's gonna throw yeah. that hot coffee in his face then Smart. i realized it was wine after he got it on yeah. him yeah Oh but I was like, "Oh, that'd be cool." He's gonna throw it in his face. And he's gonna burn his face, and he can't see. Yeah, it. it
3: wasn't the most graceful attack ever, no. but and he's like, oh, it worked. Awesome. Yeah, yeah awesome. Like he's
1: slapping him or what? And you're
3: just like, "Oh crap! What
1: are you doing, Jack?" And then he gets beat down. But th- luckily, he cut the jugular, and he yeah. bleeds out because he's struggling so hard. And
2: you see his face when he sees him bleeding. He's like, "What? What, what? what happened? He's How dying. That- when <laughs> me?"
1: And then he's like underneath him, and he's like,
2: uh, "Wait, wait, 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 wait!" Oh, yeah. Oh my God. But this decision was such a defining moment for his character. I feel like because oh, it, huge. He could have gone one of two ways. It was huge. It asserts him as a badass, and he
3: improved ish. himself to I mean, ish. I mean, he asserts, asserts courage, himself though. as it shows he has courage. Yeah, he has that he courage. That was be. so ballsy, oh, especially and, without
1: Anne, because Anne usually fights for him. Mm-hmm. She's always right, fought for him, right?
3: Exactly. And he gains a whole bunch of new men on his side. That was a really quick Clever, move for him yeah. too. I, know, he's I love like, that he was all free these guys. Because this, you know, they're gonna kill him. Yeah, he would have killed you the guys reason, all.
2: I want you to be on my exactly. side. You're part oh my of my gosh. crew, essentially. So I don't think
1: he'll take them on. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? But
2: but well, it was like so clever that he said the reason why I fought and killed him is because he said he was gonna kill all of you guys.
1: Yeah. we so don't we don't want that. He's, he's, he's right. very exactly. very
2: sharp, very quick. Okay. So so quick.
1: I saw it coming personally, but <laughs> of course, you did. of course, <laughs> I did. Weird. Jeez, I see yeah. a lot of this stuff coming though. It's because I have foresight. What? <laughs> 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 what are you laughing at? Go ahead, say it. Nothing. Come on, Jamie. Nothing. I'm the bad one. I'm the dirty one. Okay, all right, the crap nothing, stuff?
2: nothing. But back to back to Jack. Uh, Jack and Silver like they have this survivor instinct, and I feel like Silver's not a really courageous character. Like I feel like he would throw somebody into a bus if it like, would save his life. Yeah, you know like anything? throw sand in their exactly. face and then run away. Exactly. But I feel like this <laughs> this, this moment. I feel like this moment separated in my I don't know why in my mind Rackham and Silver were like the same person to me, and this completely separated mm. their characters. And now Rackham, is like up here, uh, right. and Silver's kind of the sissy one.
1: First off, can you throw sand in the face and run away again? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was not a good a run. Oh, That's better. Second of all, I and I was it's a bit interesting to say that because when I was watching it earlier. The part when Silver goes to Max and they see the bodies and he's, he's sort of like shying to the door. Like it's almost like the bodies are grossing like, him out. He's like, ew, there's dead bodies on the ground. I mean, obviously we've seen him fight and kill cool people and we've seen him sort of be okay. Cause then that one scene when him and Flint were tied to the chairs, he's like, kill that one. He's got more scars. <laughs> I means He's fought more. You know, and then there was a poor struggle. But I feel like he was sort of like afraid of the blood spill mm. that was in the room from Logan and Charlotte,
2: or even him hiding. The first scene we meet Silver, he's yeah, literally he's always hiding, hiding somewhere. Yeah, it's it's position to be exactly yeah, exactly position to
3: be strategic, and like he's you know the political one. But it could just be totally. he's like I don't want
2: to get my hands yeah, dirty. I'm good. <laughs> like I know I'm not the best fighter, so I'm not gonna like yeah. that's all you. i I'll,
1: yep, I'll. I'll just keep using my brain exactly. What, but it does though with this fight and him winning, it does put him in a position. Now, especially to bring on Anne. Hopefully, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I think they're going to go back, and they're going to have to stand up for Anne because something's going to come about of this. Yeah, and he's going to use his current new position to help protect her.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely, maybe
1: bring her on board, or you yep. know, bring her back in. Whatever needs to be done. But so, and then we get the end of the episode this week. Uh, Eleanor and Vane have finished cuddling. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is they do in the dark,
0: they do something, kiss something. Yeah. I
1: don't know, really know. Uh, and he, like she steals anything. the keys and goes to Abigail Ashe.
2: Mm It tells her that
1: I'm here to free you. Come on, let's go. But I didn't like that she shut the door. Like I know she's trying to be discreet so people don't walk by and see the door open. I think she's going to get locked in the prison cell.
2: I think she's too. I think Vane's going to be like, I'm done with this. I'm over it. You've screwed me over too many times. Later, lock the key. You're out. Yep. Bye-bye. I I was almost thinking that maybe
3: she was going to have Ab- Abigail come hide with her and kind of then use Abigail
2: as her own bargaining chip, you know, kind of.
1: I think she's in with Flint and getting Abigail is for Flint. Flint.
2: Do you think Vane will use Eleanor and Abigail as a bargaining chip for the warship? Like if he if he locks up Just Eleanor and Abigail, really? I
1: don't I, I think the ship's off the table. Yeah. yeah. So, that was a big That was a big
2: play. He why not give yeah, right? Like, well, give me your ship. But I mean if they're all in like they say they are, What's switching ships? They
1: don't have a ship though. That's the thing. They got to get one. And if Mm -hmm. it's it's Hornigold's ship now, which he's not going to give because he's all not on board with them anymore because he lost his four and that was his thing. So yeah,
2: Hornigold's pissed now. Hornigold goes away. Like I don't, I don't see all of these characters staying. I don't see all these conflicting ideas all being alive together.
0: (laughs) It's interesting you're talking about
1: characters like leaving or being taken out. I was actually thinking about characters being added. Ooh. Well, because I was thinking about the history of Nassau, as I was reading all the stuff about Nassau, and I was <laughs> wanting to know if they're going to introduce two characters. Number one, Mary Reed, mm-hmm. who's the other famous female pirate who okay. is very popular in Nassau. And number two, Edward Teach, a.k.a. Blackbeard the Pirate. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if either of those people are going to be introduced in this season or next season. As characters,
2: do you Ooh. think Anne Bonny could be? This is what I was going to talk about earlier, and I didn't because I didn't want to ruin my After Bed's credibility. Do you think that? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Let's talk about that. Do you think that Anne Bonny could become that next woman pirate? I mean, they don't have to have the same names. I, a lot of things aren't historically right. The same. Like in Anne Bonny. But is Anne Bonny was dead,
1: a- and now she becomes Mary Read.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Or there is no Mary Read, and it just becomes Anne Bonny, and her character develops into.
1: Well, I mean, Flint. We used to be James McGraw, so who knows?
2: Hmm. What could happen?
1: There's not a lot of anyway. Hmm. We'll see. That could. Okay, sorry. I mean, probably, probably not. But yeah,
2: I mean, you know, we'll just
1: see what happens.
3: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll
1: just throw that out and see if it sticks, like spaghetti on the wall. All right. What else? What else do we need to talk about? What else, do you feel like we missed anything? I feel like we did a pretty solid job. I don't. Here at FBS I don't TV think we really missed sales.
3: anything. I don't think we know.
1: Check your notes. I you I'm looking.
3: I don't think we missed anything.
1: <sighs> I wrote no. so cool next to the scene where Bonnie and the tavern. I thought that was awesome. I still think it's awesome. <laughs> it's I sent so a cool. I sent a tweet out to Clara who plays Anne Bonnie. I was like, dude, that was the coolest scene in Black history. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh
2: killed it and I, you know what I,
1: I love female characters uh, there's another show that I watched called The Musketeers it's like a remake of The Musketeers on BBC America and uh, the woman who plays lady had this scene and she like has sort of changed and I was like I hope the season ends with her killing this character like that was my I was, I was tweeting at Mimi McCoy who's the actress who plays that and, and she's like oh that'd be so cool and I think I hope it does work out I just I like hope. seeing women in power huh?
0: Yeah,
1: I'm in Yeah, I have two women panelists I can't complain Go. Good to look at. <laughs> Perfect. So, we had a good time then here at FWCV. But before we go, we do have to talk about predictions. Yeah. Flashy lights, play my music. Boom. And now, you're Jamie's out. Jamie's hair is not blue instead of green.
3: <laughs> predictions.
1: Well, then, Lauren saw Lauren. I don't, one, I don't have too
3: many we predictions. Talked, I think we predicted, think a, we lot predicted a lot of things during the show, but I think Horning Gold's going to die.
2: <laughs> yes. I hope. Never.
3: Yeah, I don't think that battle with the fort. I don't think he's going to get very far with him going his own way and fighting against to everybody. Gold, to yeah. I think he's going to die next week. Okay,
1: next week. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
3: I'm going to say it. We haven't had the big. I yeah, mean, yeah, a big kill recently.
2: Somebody's going to die. We have four. I
1: tra- I tra- I'm counting on my hand over here. How many episodes? We, we have four episodes left in the show. Oh. Uh, before the season ends so we do have some stuff major stuff that's going to start yeah. probably in the next two weeks to be wrapped up in the next two weeks for that
3: mm-hmm. I know
1: I know there's some some big stuff going down and I know that we're going to get more Abigail Ash because she's going to be freed from the prison, yeah. so we're going to get a lot of her Definitely story more
3: Abigail Ash I think more Miranda as like a p- lady power figure mm.
1: I think in a couple of weeks some major stuff's going to happen with Richard Guthrie as well mm-hmm. oh do you I do <laughs> interesting yes oh. Something's gonna go crazy down with that. And what do you think, Jamie Elias?
2: I have three predictions. Okay. Only
1: three? Okay, go.
2: One of them is kind of a hope prediction. I hope Rackham comes back and he fixes things with Anne. I hope that. I love so, the hopes. I hope Jamie Elias hopes. The weekly hopes.
1: The hopes and dreams <laughs> of Jamie Elias.
2: Brought you by as as TV. Just TV. it. Okay. Okay. okay, I love it. Um, I think that Silver is going... I think that Silver doubts Flint and his motives and where his loyalties lay and what he wants mm-hmm. to do. So I think Silver's going to start hatching his own plan for the yeah, gold. Yeah, do some plotting. I think he's going to plot. Well, um, I
1: wonder, and that I, maybe goes I wonder against the horny gold thing.
2: Right, I wonder if Silver and
3: Billy are going to maybe team up. I don't,
2: I don't know. But if I he think finds Silver's out about the pardons, I something. think that he might yes. be on board. With that. I think he like, Absolutely. oh hey, he would jump ship and t- jump ship. I know. Like, <laughs> <and
1: I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you Hi, do there? <laughs> <laughs> Put a quarter in the jar. <laughs> oh, Come my on. Gosh.
2: And I, my last one is, I think Eleanor, I think Vane is going to catch Eleanor in the act, and I think something's going to go down there, but I'm not quite sure.
1: Oh yeah, I think Eleanor for sure is getting locked in that prison cell so she's, for she's sure. For. She's stuck in there. They're going to let her out later, but. I think she's definitely getting locked up in there for a hot minute
2: yep.
3: and then
1: Vane's going to be all like, listen, she was trying to steal this woman and now you want her back. It's going to cost mm-hmm. you.
2: Yep. Yeah. He's give gonna, that
1: He's going to sell her.
2: Absolutely. I don't know yep. about
1: for the shift. I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not, but he's going
3: to have to get a little Flint, good luck, shirt off man. his back at least. Good luck next all right.
1: Week. Well then guys, thank you so much for tuning in here to the After Buzz TV Black Sales Podcast. Ladies, where can we find out more information about you, Lauren Salon?
3: You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, at Lauren Salon.
2: That's S-A-L-A-U-N. Bringing it back with a Z. You can find me on Z Twitter or oh, Z Instagram <laughs> at Jamie S. Elias. That's J-A-M-I-E-S-E-L-I-A-S.
1: Nice. Perkins the joints. Okay. <laughs> all right. And uh, don't forget uh, to subscribe to our YouTube, our iTunes, our podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Give us five-star ratings. Tell us what you think. Also, don't forget to check out American Crime coming up here on May 5th at 10, 9 Central on ABC. And Mar- also... March 5th. It's March, it's May, it's a month with the M. <laughs> I'm sorry, March 5th at 10, 9 Central, and ABC. Week. And that is this week. Yeah, that's, that's, it's
3: March! Holy it's March, crap. dude!
1: Well, dang.
3: Shut up. <laughs> Where are we?
1: I'm so confused. You know what you can do to fix that confusion is you can follow me on Twitter, <laughs> at RyanHooks92, and also Instagram, and you can find out all the answers to all the questions that your life is dying to have. And if not, then tune in next week to our After Buzz Black sales panel. We'll be back discussing episode number 7 these lovely leaders will be here. I'll be here. We'll see you guys then. See you later.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz. See you later. <laughs>